desire with the smoke of my worship release upon the earth. Aha! This is I win, win, win. This is I win. The smoke of my worship release upon everybody say this is our this is our
is your weapon shout hallelujah i want us to begin to worship the name of the lord tonight let's begin to give him praise let's begin to give him honor he is the king of kings he is the lord of lords ancient of days we worship you we magnify your name for this new month the month of february we thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you have done for us. Glory and honor be unto your name. In the name of Jesus. Father, be glorified and be exalted tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for our children. We thank you for our family. We thank you for all that you have done for us. Blessed be your name. Adoration be unto your name. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor. We thank you for protection. We thank you for provision. We thank you for not allowing the will and the purpose of the enemy to come to pass over our family, over our children. 
Blessed be your name. Adoration be unto your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to go before God to go and ask for his mercy tonight. We are going to cry unto him and say, Lord, I'm here again in your presence. Have mercy upon me tonight. Lord, tonight answer me by your mercy. Let me receive your mercy, O God. Let's begin to pray for the mercy of the Lord. Lord, tonight be merciful unto us as we call upon your name. Lord, answer us by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, tonight, let tonight be a night of answer, a night of deliverance, a night of solution for all our problems. In the name of Jesus, Lord, be merciful unto us. If there's any sin that will end our prayers, Father, we ask, O God, that you'll be merciful unto us. Forgive us all our sins, O God. In the name of Jesus, tonight, let every one of us receive mercy. In the name of Jesus, let us all receive your mercy tonight. Answer us by your mercy, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, if there's any iniquity, if there's any sin, Father, we pray that by your mercy you will forgive us. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, answer us tonight. By your mercy tonight, let the windows of heavens be open unto us. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, do what you alone can do in our midst, O God. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let us experience your visitation tonight. In the name of Jesus, let every works of the devil be destroyed. Let every works of the enemy be destroyed by your mercy. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth and say, Lord, by the blood of Jesus, let me be sanctified and be cleansed tonight in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, begin to plead the blood. Begin to plead the blood of Jesus. Plead the blood, plead the blood, plead the blood over your family, plead the blood over your prayer of tonight, plead the blood. Lord, sanctify us by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let every defilement, let every pollution, let every mark of the enemy be wiped out by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we come against every works of the enemy by the power and the blood in the name of Jesus. Tonight, let every sicknesses, let every diseases be flushed out by the blood of Jesus. Lord, let your blood prevail for us tonight. Let your blood prevail for us tonight. Let your blood speak better things for us tonight. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Make way for us where there is no way. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Let our life be sanctified and be purged. In the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let that blood redeem us tonight. From the camp of the wicked. From the camp of the enemy. Let us be redeemed. In the name of Jesus. Let our glory be redeemed. Let our destiny be redeemed by the power of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, everything that has been written against us in the camp of the enemy, by the power and the blood of Jesus, we cancel and we raise them tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. The Bible says, Let Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorance of his devices. I want us to come against every craftiness. 
every devices of the enemy against us tonight. We are going to pray and say, Father, tonight, let every devices from the kingdom of darkness be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight, fight our battle for us. Any power, any force from the kingdom of darkness that may want to stand as hindrance against us or against our prayer. Tonight we come against you. We command the fire of God to destroy you in the name of Jesus. Oh God, rain down fire upon our prayer meeting of tonight in the name of Jesus. Send down fire, send down fire, send down fire, send down fire. Let every stubborn pursuer, let every stubborn enemy be destroyed tonight. In the name of Jesus, every gathering together of the enemy, every gathering together of the evil ones against any one of us, against the prayer of tonight, by fire of Holy Ghost, we scatter them. In the name of Jesus. Lord, tonight, do the impossible in our means by your power. In the name of Jesus. Let your name be glorified in the prayer meeting of tonight. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want to pray for somebody tonight because one of the name of the Lord is Alpha and another name of the Lord is Omega. I pray for you tonight that God, who is the Alpha, he will start this month with you in the name of Jesus. And God, who is the Omega, he will make you to end this month well in the name of Jesus. You will not end this month in deficit. You will not end this month as a failure. You will not end this month in the mortuary. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will sustain you. The Lord will sustain your families. The Lord will sustain your job. The Lord will sustain your business. I pray for that sister. Your business will not crash. In the name of Jesus, every power targeting to attack your business in this month, I command the fire of God to destroy them. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight your battle for you in this month. In the name of Jesus. In this month, no evil will know your address. No powers of darkness will touch you. In the name of Jesus. The Bible compare us to the apple of his eyes. Anyone that attempts to touch you, they will touch the fire of God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. We give you praise for answer to our prayer. I pray for that brother that the enemy has covered her. What is that rapper? What is that rapper doing over your glory? I command the fire of God to remove that rapper in the name of Jesus. That satanic rapper, that, the, that wicked woman placed upon your glory to make your life to be Edens from airports of destiny. By the fire of Holy Ghost, I command that rapper to be removed and to be consumed in the name of Jesus. From this month, starting from this week, you shall rise again in the name of Jesus. I say your stars will begin to shine. Your glory will come forth by fire in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. I want us to pray very quickly for, the, for this country, this country where we are in. This is our Jerusalem. The Bible says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And they shall, they shall, they shall, they shall, they shall love it that pray for his peace. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we command your peace to continue to reign over this land. This is our Jerusalem. 
Father, let your peace continue to reign. In the name of Jesus, let every agenda of the enemy, let every agenda of the devil against this nation, in particularly in this month of February, be cancelled. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, the book of Proverbs chapter 14 verse 34, the Bible says, Righteousness exhorts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. I want us to pray that beginning from this month, the righteousness of God will continue to reign over this nation. In the name of Jesus, Lord, have your way. Let your power dominate and have control over this land. In the name of Jesus, we come against every agenda of the enemy, against this nation, against our leaders. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over every state of this nation. In the name of Jesus, let your will alone be done. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise tonight. We ask, oh God, that over this nation there shall be peace. In the name of Jesus. Every blood-sucking demons, blood-sucking demons operating as a beast in any state of this nation, we command them to die. In the name of Jesus. We shoot the arrow of God against them. And we command them to fall down to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray concerning COVID-19. In this month, we ask, oh God, that you will change the story. In the name of Jesus. Let that demon, let that spirit called COVID-19 be banned. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayer. We pray for those who are sick. And they are already in the hospital right now from COVID-19 or from any other form of sickness. Father, we pray, let your healing virtue locate them now. In the name of Jesus, as many that are at the verge of death, as many that are about to die, I call their spirit back. In the name of Jesus, let the covenant of death over their life be cancelled. In the name of Jesus, I pray for those who are sick, the cancer patients, People who, are, who already have the, the appointed time for them to die. Father, let that appointment with death be cancelled tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you know that God has already answered our prayers tonight, shout hallelujah. If I make us to understand that we are the light of the world. And I want you to know that as long as you are in this world, God still expects you to make an impact. You know, some may think that they are the light only of their street. Some think they are the light only of their, of their county. Some think they are the light only for their state. And some think they are the light only for their country. And some think they are the light of the whole world. But I want to say that I am the light of the whole world, not only of America. I want you to say that after yourself too. Bible call us the light, the light, the light, the light, the light. That's Matthew chapter 5 verse 13. But you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt lo- loses its, uh, its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing, but for, for, but for you to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. And, and Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 says, let I mean Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, rather. The Bible says, You are the light of the world. Can you see that in your Bible? If you have you know, if you have your Bible with you, I want you to underline that or highlight it if you have electronic Bible. I am the light of the whole world, which means you are supposed to make impact in this world. You are supposed to make impact. God has given you enough light 
enough, there is enough light in you to make impact, not only in your state, not only among your family members, not only in, you know, in, the, in, the, in the regions where you live, but you are to make impact, to, to, to influence this world. And I'm praying that beginning from this month, beginning from today, your light will shine in the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible. We are going to conclude our series today uh, before we start a new one next week. And, um, you know, God has already been speaking to me about the new series. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait, you know, for us to jump into that. But let's conclude the one we have, <laughs> we have started already. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Psalm 1. Psalm 1. And uh, tonight, you know, it's going to be a night of uh, warfare prayer. It's going to be a night of warfare prayer. The book of Psalm 1. We are going to read the old chapter, but our emphasis is going to be on verses 4 to 7. Verses 4 to 7. I want us to open our Bible, the book of Psalm 1, from verses 4 to 7. The Bible says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the law, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Verse 4. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Verse 6. For the Lord knows the ways of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I pray that we shall not perish in the name of Jesus Christ. I say you will not perish in the name of Jesus. Tonight, the title of our short exhortation is what have called the way of sinner is hard. The way of sinner, the way of sinner is hard. The way of sinner is hard. The way of sinner is hard. I want to say it again. The way of sinner is hard the way of sinner is hard you know that's that phrase the way of sinner is hard is actually found from the book of proverb the, the book of proverb i want us to open our bible to the book of proverb i believe it is in proverb 13 proverb the book of proverb chapter 13 verse 14 the way of sinner is hard Proverbs chapter 13, verse 15, rather. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 15. The Bible says, Good understanding giveth favor. Look at that. Good understanding. When you have a proper understanding of what you are supposed to do in life, when you have a proper understanding of a particular concept, the Bible says you are going to have favor. Good understanding giveth favor. But the way of transgressors or the way of sinners or the way of sinners is hard. The way of transgressors or the way 
of sinner is art. <laughs> and that's why tonight, I say tonight we are going to be praying so many warfare prayers. Because we want to consider the life of uh, people who are called sinners. Then people who are called the ungodly. The Bible called them the ungodly. The Bible called them sinners. Sometimes they are called the evil ones. Sometimes they are called the, sometimes they are called the antichrist. You know, sometimes they are called the wicked. You know, it's the same, it's the same set of people. The way of sinner is hard. I want us to go back to that Psalm 1. Let's go back to that Psalm 1, and we are going to begin to see from there the, the, some of the things that the Bible mentioned about the ungodly. The Bible says the ungodly are not so. So what does that mean? The Bible compared the godly to a tree that bears fruit in a season, in verse 3. But in verse 4, to give us a sharp contrast, the Bible said, the ungodly are not so. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. What is a chaff? A chaff is like uh, the waste product that is gotten after threshing the wheat. So the wheat is the good part, and the chaff is just the waste product, you know, that is separated from the real thing. And the Bible compare the destiny. The Bible compare the destinies of the ungodly to chaff. And what is what is what, what, what what's the end product of a, of a chaff? What what's the end result of a chaff? The the chaff most of the time they are put into fire and being burnt, you know, being burnt in fire. And sometimes, if they are not put into fire, the Bible says, sometimes they can be driven away by winds. And that's why the ungodly, their life is not stable. They don't have a stable life. They can be driven by winds here and there because they are chaff. They are not the real thing. They are chaff. The Bible says, they, 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 but they, they, they are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Look at verse 5. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. Look at that. The Bible says the ungodly, they, they cannot stand in the judgment of God. They cannot stand in the judgment of God. And, and that's why, you know, they, they're going to face the judgment. Whether they like it or not, they're going to face the judgment of God one day, except if they repent. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. So which means this, you know, this verse of scripture is talking about the destination, the final destinations of sinners, the final destination of the ungodly. The Bible says they will not be able to stand in the congregations of the righteous. What does that mean? It means they won't be able to make it to heaven at last. They won't be able to make it to heaven. And that's why we, we are studying about them. Because, you know, one thing is this. Many of us, we, we, we sometimes need to study about the life of the righteous. And then we also need to study about the life of the ungodly. In just the same way we need to study about heaven, we also need to study about hellfire. And when people, they just say, I, I, do, I only want to study about heaven. I don't, <laughs> we need to study about heaven because it is in the Bible. It is the word of God. We, we need to study about hellfire. We need to study about heaven. Uh, we, we are, just like the same way we need to study and to know about God. That's the same way we need to study and know about the devil as well. Because if you don't know about the devil, the devil will torment you. In fact, the devil doesn't even want you to have knowledge about him. You know, the devil doesn't want you to have knowledge about him. He wants you to 
to be ignorant. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, that we quoted earlier, that you know we do not want to be ignorant of the devices of the devil. That, that means we, we have to have knowledge about the devil. We need to know about the devil from the word of God. Now, one of the reasons why Job suffered for almost nine months was because Job did not have proper knowledge about the devil. Do you know when Job was suffering, Job thought God intentionally was punishing him for nothing. And even that Job knew that the, 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 the affliction was from the devil, Job could have been praying. Maybe from the beginning of the month or from the second month after the program started and be, trying and be praying and telling God that God hand the affliction of the devil in my life. But all the way through, Job thought it was God that was behind this problem, but it was the devil. So we need to have perfect knowledge. We need to have knowledge about all these things. Now, I'm going to give us some points about the ungodly. I'm just going to run through it because we have so many prayers to pray. And I don't want us to waste time too much. When we talk about the ungodly, you know, it is their sins that give birth to crisis and instability in their lives. It is their what? It is their sins. And that's why we as Christians, we need to be careful. You know, when, when God was driving away all the ungodly nations from the promised land, he told them, he warned them, he said, don't follow after their ways. Don't do what they are doing. Don't worship their idols. Because if you do, the same way I punish them, I will also punish you too. The same way I put, and that's why, you know, I, by the grace of God, I'm going to show us so many things from the word of God tonight about the ungodly. So that when we see the sufferings, when we see the afflictions that the ungodly go through, it will help us to put ourselves on check when it comes to sin or when it comes to disobeying God deliberately. You know, some people, they choose to disobey God deliberately these days, and they are Christians. And I want us to know that if truly we are saved, if truly we are a child of God, whenever we commit sin, even though God may forgive us, I want us to listen carefully, God may forgive us, but we may still suffer the consequence of the sin. We may still suffer the consequence of the sin. Did God for, forgive Abraham, you know, after he slept with his uh as uh, as made in Genesis chapter 16, if you read from verse 1 to maybe verse 16, God forgave him. But what happened after? Ishmael was born, and Ishmael became the greatest enemies of the Jews. You know, the terrorists coming from the east, it it, it actually started from Ishmael. Did God forgive David when he killed Uriah? In Second Samuel chapter, if you read from Second Samuel chapter 12. You know, the incident took place in 2 Samuel chapter 11. You know, God sent prophet Nathan to, to David in 2 Samuel chapter 12. And that was when the prophet told David that, okay, God has forgiven you. But, but when Uriah was killed and, you know, David took, his, uh, David took his wife, you know, God forgave David. But we saw things that happened. One, the, the, the child that was born out of adultery died. That's one of the first punishments or one of the first consequences of the sin. And not only that, God told David, he said, sword shall not depart from your house. Sword shall not depart from your house. And that is why up to today, <laughs> sword has not departed from Jerusalem. They are always battle ready. 
you know, there are always there's always a fight against the against the Jews. There's always a fight over the land because of the sin of David. And I want to, I want us to think tonight because as Christians, not only are we to live for the moment, but we are also to live for the future. And if we want to live for the future, there are some things that we need to watch out for so that we don't allow our children to suffer from things we have done. Do you know some of us, especially you know, most of us from Africa, most of the battles we are fighting today, it was as a result of what our great grandparent has done. Maybe some of them, they were idol worshippers. Some of them, they have entered into some covenant. And as a result of that, years after they have gone, they are dead, their bones, their flesh are rotting in the grave. But we, their children, we are still suffering from it. And that's why we are studying from, you know, we are studying about the ungodly and sinners tonight. So that we can know that when we commit sin, sometimes it may not only be ourselves alone that we suffer the consequence. Even our children may suffer the consequence. Our children may suffer the consequence. Sin is a poison to us as Christians. We need to run away from it. Anything that will make God's anger to rise against us, we have to desist from it. And that's why the first thing I mentioned about ungodly is that their sins give birth to crisis and instability in their life. The book of Psalm 35 verse 5, I want to run now. The Bible says, let them be like chaff. Before the wind, this is talking about the ungodly or sinners or wicked people, and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Look at that. Even some of them, when they sleep at night, angels of God are always chasing them. That's why some of us, we don't know why some of these you know, great personalities who are top, you know, top hierarchy people up there, you know, some of them you will discover that you know, in the, in the natural realm where you see them, they have everything that life can offer to them. And all of a sudden, you will hear that one of them just died. They committed suicide. Remember one of them got drunk and then they, they involved in a, in a car crash and they died. <laughs> the Bible says, let, the, let them be like the child before the wind and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. The book of Osea chapter 13 verse 3, the Bible says, therefore, they shall be like the morning cloud, look at that, and like the early dew that passes away, like chaff blown off from the threshing floor and like a smoke from a chimney. That's the first thing. So what I'm saying is that when it comes to the ungodly, their sins is what give back to crisis and instability in their life. That's why today they can rise up and tomorrow they are done. They are, they, are in, they are unstable in their emotions. They are unstable in their thinking. They are uh, unstable in their behavior. Then second thing I want to mention is that God is angry with the wicked and sinners every day. God is angry with the wicked and the sinners every day. I want us to register this in our mind tonight that God is angry. God is not laughing. God is not smiling to any sinners. The Bible says God is angry with the wicked and the sinners every day. The book of Psalm 7 verse 11. Psalm 7 verse 11. The Bible says God is a just judge. And God is angry with the wicked every day. Every day. God is angry with the wicked. Then the third part I want to mention is this. There is no peace to the wicked or to the ungodly. 
there is no peace. <laughs> I want us to know that if we, you know, if God has given us a little that we have for now, although we are still praying that God will help us to enlarge, God will help us to become great, but let us be content with the little that we have. Do you know, just like I mentioned earlier, most of the most of these people that are ungodly, they have money. They, they have good houses. Do you know, but so for, for some of them, when they are on their bed, their water bed, most of them, can, they cannot sleep at night. Some of us, we sleep on bed, you know, that's rough, maybe that even need to be changed. Some of us, we need to change our bed. I'm real now. You know, if you're having body pain, make sure you go and order for a new bed. But what I'm saying is that even with that bad bed, you can still sleep at night. And you have to depend on your alarm to wake you up the following day. Do you know some of these people that are ungodly, that have everything that life offers to them, they can't sleep at night. They have to use, some of them have to use pain medicine. Some of them have to use some, some medicine that will help them to sleep. Because the Bible says, there is no peace to the wicked. The book of Isaiah 57 verse 21 and Isaiah 48 verse 22. The Bible says, there is no peace. Said my God to the wicked. There is no and that's why we, we must not have anything to do with the wicked. We must not have anything to do with wickedness. Don't be a wicked man. Don't be a wicked woman. I'm begging us, please. I'm not trying to preach against or I'm not trying to preach at us. You know, this word is for both of us, but what I'm saying is in essence is that we must choose not to be an agent of the devil. Do you know some people, they surrender themselves, whether knowingly or unknowingly, for them to be used by the devil against their fellow human being or against their neighbor. We must not choose to, to do that. The Bible said there is no peace to the wicked. Then the fourth thing I want to mention is that unlike the righteous, sinners or the ungodly or the wicked, they lack the presence and the protection of God. They lack the presence and the protection of God. I want us to know that some of us, you know, you know, thank God for, for his protection over us. Do know that there are so many people that have died from COVID-19. People that have good insurance. People that have good health. <laughs> but because they are sinners, there is, a, there, is a, there is a kind of protection, there is a kind of preservation that we as Christians, we are enjoying right now in the midst of this pandemic, that sinners don't enjoy. The book of one, Psalm 118, verse 41, the Bible says, they, they cried, look at that, but there was none to save them, even unto the Lord, but he answered them not. This is talking about the ungodly and sinners. They cried. The only prayer that God will answer to a sinner the only prayer that God will answer to a sinner is a prayer of forgiveness. Every other prayer is going to voicemail. If you're ungodly, cry unto God right now and say, Lord, I want to be saved. I give my life to Christ. I give my life to Christ as my personal and Savior. Let me be saved. I want you to know that immediately there will be a response from God. There will be a response from God. So the ungodly, uh, they don't have access to protections and they don't, ask, they don't have access to the presence of God. The, the fifth thing I want to mention, I want to run now, is because the ungodly or wicked is corrupt, because they are corrupt, the gift, the sacrifice, 
and the thought of the ungodly are abomination to the Lord. Because their corrupt sins has corrupted them. Their gift, their sacrifice, and their thoughts are abomination to the Lord. I'm going to give us, for example, let's talk about their, their sacrifice or their gift. The book of Proverbs chapter 15 verse 8. And the book of Proverbs 21 verse 27. You, if you read it, you see the same. You find out that the same thing is written there. The Bible says, The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. The sacrifice of the wicked is an Let me tell us this. That no matter if somebody is an ungodly or a sinner, no matter the tithe, no matter the offering they are paying, you know, it, will, it, will, it will not get to heaven. That will not get them any reward in heaven. Although, you know, they may get the reward on earth for giving, but not in heaven. Because their sacrifice, the Bible says, is like an abomination to the Lord. And that's why I want us to be careful. I want us to be careful. Do you know there are some rich people, sometimes after they have done so bad, after they have killed children, after they have done all kinds of things, they have used, their, they have used the blood of people for money, now they want to bring thousands of dollars to church, to pastors, to, to, to be praying for them. They, they, want, they, want to, they want to be bringing all this money to, to, for pastors to be praying for them. The wicked. Look at Proverbs chapter 15 verse 9. The Bible said, the way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. Look at that. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But he loveth him that followeth after righteousness. And they are taught, according to Proverbs 15 26, the thought of the wicked are abomination to the Lord. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Then let me give us the sixth point and then we'll, we'll go to the seventh one and then we'll go and pray. The ungodly or sinners, they have potential to become saint. This is a good one. The ungodly or sinners have potential to become saint. Ungodly or sinners, they have potential to become a saint. And this is a good thing. If you read the book of Ezekiel chapter 18 from verse 20 to 23, now God says he has no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Because if the ungodly man or ungodly woman confessed his or her sin right now, all the wickedness he has done or she has done will be forgiven. In fact, Paul said this in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 13. Paul says, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. I did it ignorantly in unbelief. So with all the evil that Paul did, God still forgave him. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 13, that whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved or shall be delivered. Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The name of the Lord shall be saved or shall be delivered. And then the last point I want to mention, and then we'll go and pray, is that every unrepentant, wicked, ungodly, or sinners, they will face the judgment of God one day. Every unrepentant, sinners, or ungodly, they will face the judgment of God one day. And that's why the book of Psalm 1 verse 5 says, Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. They will face the judgment of God. So God coming upon them. Whether in this world or even in eternity, they will face the judgment of God. The book of 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 7, the Bible says, But the heavens and the heart, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment, and perdition of what? Of ungodly men. 
perditions of ungodly men. The book of 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 9, the Bible says, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the, ungod- the godly out of temptation and to rescue the, un- the and to reserve the unjust. Look at that. Unto the day of judgment to what? To be punished. I want you to know that if we are being tormented, if we are being afflicted by the ungodly or by the wicked, I want you to know tonight that there is judgment of God awaiting them. And that's why you must not give up. That's why you must not stop praying for God to vindicate you. The book of 2 Thessalonians, and then we'll go and pray. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6. The Bible says, Sin, it is a righteous thing with God. Look at that. It is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. The Bible says it is a righteous thing. When God fights against the wicked on your behalf, <laughs> the Bible says it is what? It is a righteous thing with God. And there are examples of ungodly people in the Bible that we are going to be praying about tonight. One of them is Cain. Cain was an example of ungodly man. You know, the book, the book of Genesis chapter 4 verse 8, you know, the Bible says Cain rose up against his brother when, they were, when he was talking with him in the field and killed him. These are the type of people that we need God to, to fight against tonight. And there's, there was another man by the name of Nabel. Nabal is a wicked man as well. You know, he was so wicked and so mean to David that when David went to him for assistance, the Bible says he was casting stones against David. He was saying all kinds of evil against David. But this man, one day, <laughs> one day in 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 3, 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 3, the Bible says this man, one day he got drunk and then he went to bed and God struck him and he died and he became still like a stone ungodly man. And then another example is Pharaoh. These are the people we need to deal with. And we are going to be dealing with them in our life tonight. Pharaoh was another example of an ungodly man, or a wicked man, that oppressed the righteous. Now in the book of Exodus chapter 14 verse 13, the Bible says, And the Egyptian pursued, and went in after them into the midst of the sea. Look at that. This are stubborn pursuer. When we talk about Pharaoh, we are talking about stubborn pursuer power. That said they will not return until when they destroy the righteous, until when they destroyed a, a godly man or a godly woman. The Bible says, and they, they, they went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen, they follow out after the Israelites. <laughs> but by the time we get to verse 26, Exodus 14, verse 26, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out your, your rod. Over the sea, that the water may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And verse 28, the Bible says, And the waters returned and covered the chariots, and the horsemen, and all the hosts of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. I want to prophesy to somebody tonight every power that has been pursuing you, tonight God will destroy them. In the name of Jesus. None of them will escape. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We have about 15 prayer points to pray. But don't worry, we are going to, we are, I will make sure we finish by 8. The first prayer point we are going to pray is, we are going to cry unto God and say, Father, let your righteousness begin to reign over our nation. Although we have prayed before, but I want us to repeat it again. The book of Proverbs chapter 14 verse 34, the Bible says, righteousness exhorts a nation. 
but sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness, it is righteousness that exalts a nation. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, we pray in this nation. Let your righteousness continue to reign. Reign down righteousness over this nation. Shall we begin to pray? Shall we begin to pray? Shall we begin to pray? Let's pray for righteousness to continue to reign. Let's pray for mercy. In the name of Jesus, we pray for mercy over this nation. Lord, be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, from any country where we are calling from, maybe you are in Spain, maybe you are calling from Canada, maybe you are calling from Nigeria, I want you to pray for your nation. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, let the rain of righteousness continue to fall over my nation. In the name of Jesus, be merciful unto us, O God. Be merciful unto us. Be merciful unto us. We pray, O God, for our nation. We pray for mercy, O God. God have mercy upon us. In the name of Jesus, let and let every form of evil be put to an end. In the name of Jesus, Lord, be merciful unto us. We pray for our leaders. Have mercy upon them. Let the reign of righteousness continue to reign. Let the reign of righteousness continue to fall over our nation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray unto God for forgiveness of sin. The book of the book of Psalm one twenty two verse six. The Bible says, "Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and they shall prosper that love thee. They shall prosper. People that pray for their Jerusalem, the Bible says they will prosper. One of the way of prosperity, one of the secret of prosperity, is for us to intercede for our nation." To intercede for our nation. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to pray for mercy over this nation. Mercy. Mercy and forgiveness of sins. For all our leaders. When, when, when we are talking about our leaders, we are talking about our leaders in the government sector. Then our leader in every other sectors. Maybe people that head companies. People that even, and even our leaders in the church. The, the, the pastors. I want us to pray that God will forgive them. Because when it comes to a nation, people who are in the leadership uh, position, they most of the times, they can influence what happens. They can influence what happens. If you, look, if you notice now, since we have had a change of leadership in terms of the president, if you notice now, I was telling my wife, I said there is more peace right now. I, I could feel some peace right now. You know, unlike when the other leader was there. Because the leader determined the tone. It, the, the leader determined the tones of things that happen. I want us to cry unto God for forgiveness of sins. We are going to open our mouth and say, Father, we pray for forgiveness of sins over our nation. Lord, forgive us. In any way we have done wrong, in any way we have come against your way, in any way we have disobeyed you deliberately, I want us to pray and ask for forgiveness of sin. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. This is the kind of prayer you want to pray very loud. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to, to, to pray quietly. I want you to open your mouth and pray for mercy. I want us to open our mouth. Let's begin to cry unto God for mercy. 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 Forgive us, O God. In the name of Jesus. In, in whatsoever way we have missed the mark. In whatsoever way our leaders, maybe in the corporate world, maybe in the government sectors, even in the church. The church. Our leaders in the church. Whatsoever way they have missed it. Father, we pray for forgiveness. Lord, forgive them. Lord, have mercy upon us. In whatsoever way we have missed it as citizens of this country. Lord, we cry for 
forgiveness. We cry for mercy. Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Forgive us our sin. In our land, oh God, in the name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus be sprinkled upon us as a nation and let our sin be forgiven. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray just one more prayer point for our nation before we pray some other personal prayer points. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, let the light of salvation shine upon our nation. The light of salvation. You know, I was I, I visited my, my brother in you know, law yesterday and he showed me a, a video, you know, of event that took place in Pennsylvania State. I live in Pennsylvania State. I mean, I was almost weeping. I was almost crying. I said, please, I don't want to watch this again. This is too much. You know, there was an argument between two neighbors. You know, maybe there was uh, during the time when the snow first fell, and maybe there was an argument about the parking space. And one of the neighbors went inside and brought his gun, and he shot husband and wife. After he shot them, maybe a couple of times, he went back inside and bring AK-45 or AK-47, and he shot them again until when they were dead. Ah, they died. Over a things, over argument about parking space. Husband and and wife died on the same day, and I was told that that man also killed himself before the the, the police arrived, and he killed himself and died the same day. That is evil. You know, when blood is shed like that, it affects the land. It affect. That's why. That's why sometimes there can be hardship. That's why sometimes there can be all this pandemic, all this evil happening. Because the land, when, when innocent blood, when blood are shed like that, it, it defied the land. It defied the land. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. The Bible says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the mind of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of of God should shine unto them. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let the light of the gospel begin to shine upon our nation. Let it shine into the heart of the women. Let it shine into the heart of the men. Let it shine into the heart of the adult, into the heart of the children. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray that God will shine the light. Lord, let there be light. Shine your light. Shine your light, oh God. Shine your light. Shine your light. We don't want evil to continue in our nation malia kapa kuda basirika polika safo jirika polika tailia aili kapa masota ligaba aili agaba daa elia kapa kuda basirika pa we pray for light of salvation let it shine let your light shine let your light shine in our heart in our homes in our schools in our places of works father shine your light of salvation in the name of jesus elia kapa kuda basidia shine your light of salvation in the name name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I release myself from every remote controlling power contrary to the will of God for my life. I want to, let me say the prayer again. I release myself from every remote controlling power. Do you know one of the things that the wicked does is to use remote control power. And that's why somebody can be in the United States right here and another person can be somewhere in India. 
And the person in India can be controlling the person in the U.S. Remote controlling power. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I release myself from every remote controlling power contrary to the will of God in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Pray that prayer that God will break the power Remote controlling power that the wicked is using against you to control your mind, to control your children, to control your career, to control your family. We release ourselves from every remote controlling power in the name of Jesus. Let those power be destroyed. Every power the enemy is using to control our life, to control our children, to control our ministry, to control our career. But the power in the name of Jesus, we command that power to be broken in the name of Jesus. Every remote controlling powers of the wicked be broken and be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Yes, pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Every power that the enemy is using to control us, to control our destiny by the fire of Holy Ghost be destroyed in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say after me, I cancel every satanic claims against my life. In the name of Jesus, every claim. Do not sometimes, <laughs> oh my God, I want us to pray that prayer. Do not sometimes, the enemy, sometimes they can use a legal right to have a claim over a person. They can use a legal right to have a claim over a person. For example, if there is a covenant, and that's why we need to watch it. If, if, if somebody has entered into a covenant, whether knowingly or unknowingly, that can give the enemy a claim over that person. I want us to pray unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood of Jesus, I cancel all satanic claims against my life, against my ministry, against my children, in the name of Jesus. Let every satanic claims over my life be canceled. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Pray that prayer that tonight every satanic claims, every claims of the devil against your life, I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, let it be Cancel tonight by the blood of Jesus. Let every satanic claims over our family, over our children be cancelled. Every power that want to claim our life, every power that want to claim our organs, every power that want to claim our head, every power that want to claim whatever belongs to us. You are a liar. We Come against you in the name of Jesus. We cancel those claims by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every of my virtue that has been buried in the grave come out by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every of our virtues buried in the grave. Every of our glory burning in the grave, we command you to come forth by fire. In the name of Jesus, come forth, come forth, come forth, come forth, come forth. Call your glory out, call your virtue out, call whatever belongs to you out. Out of every grave, I command every grave that is holding my glory to vomit it. In the name of Jesus, comfort. Let our virtue comfort. Let our glory comfort out of the grave. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to pray the next prayer point. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, anywhere my name is called for evil, let the fire of God answer them. I want you to pray that prayer. That anywhere 
satanic people, wicked people, agents of darkness, they anywhere they gather together to call your name for evil, to call the name of your children for evil, to call the name of any members of your family for evil. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, anywhere my name is being called for evil, let the fire of Holy Ghost answer them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Yes, yes, yes. Pray that prayer. Makuda Bagada Bahalia Kapasiri Kapolia. Anywhere our name is being called for evil. Anywhere the wicked are sojourning our life. By the powers of that by the powers of darkness. We pray, oh God, now answer them by fire. Answer them by fire. Answer them by fire. Answer them by fire. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Malia kapakuda basiri kapa. You know, some of us, when we dream and we see ourselves in our old village, it is because that is where they are calling our name. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, anywhere my name is being called for evil. Anywhere the name of my children is being called for evil. Anywhere the name of my spouse is being called for evil. Lord, answer by fire. Answer them by fire. Answer them by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every demonic and writings written against my destiny, I rob you of by the blood of Jesus. Every demonic and writing, everything I've been written against my destiny, by the power and the blood of Jesus, I command you to be cancelled, be erased tonight in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Pray that prayer that whatever the enemy has written against your destiny, whatever powers of darkness has written against your name, I want you to begin to cancel them tonight in the name of Jesus. By the power and the blood, I cancel every unwritten Every handwritings of the wicked against my destiny, against my ministry, in the name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy has written against my children, against my family, by the power and the blood of Jesus, I cancel them tonight. Open your mouth, pray that prayer, pray that prayer that whatever the enemy has written against you, against your destiny, against your business, against your career, begin to cancel it tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed in jesus mighty name we are praying i want you to open your mouth and say father in the name of jesus every spiritual king don't forget i gave us example of king as one of the evil people that we need to deal with every spiritual king seeking my abel for destruction <laughs> open your mouth Every spiritual king, every satanic king, maybe that king was ordained from the pit of air. Every king seeking my Abel for destruction, let that king be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Yes, yes, yes. Makuda Basidika Poliga Sidikapa. Any demonic power that has been assigned to take your life suddenly. Any demonic force, any demonic agent that has been assigned against the life of your spouse. I want you to pray and say, Father, let them be destroyed. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. I didn't mean that Abel had the opportunity to pray this prayer we are praying right now. Maybe Abel wouldn't have died. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every king that has been assigned to kill me suddenly, to, to take my life, to take the life of my children, to take the life of my spouse. 
I command you to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Let the wickedness of the wicked come over the head in the name of Jesus. Every king that has been assigned to take my life, let their life be substituted in the name of Jesus. Let sudden destruction destroy them in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every stubborn pursuer like Pharaoh <laughs> that said that they will not go back. Lord, let them come back by fire. <laughs> I want you to pray that prayer because we are in the new year. And do you know what? Some of us are still being pursued by the same wicked enemy that pursued us from last year. They have entered into a covenant that they will not go back until when they see our hand. But I reverse it tonight. You will see the hand of your enemy. In the name of Jesus, I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every stubborn pursuer, pursuing my destiny, pushing after my children, pushing after my glory, pushing after my ministry. Let them come back by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Pray that prayer. The psalmist said in Psalm 56 verse 9, he said, when I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. Until when you cry, your enemy may not want to turn back. But I want you to cry with a louder voice and say, Father, every stubborn pursuer like Pharaoh, let them turn back by fire. In the name of Jesus, let them turn back by fire. Release your fire upon them. Let them turn back. Let them turn back. Let them let them turn back. Let them turn back by fire. Let them turn back by fire. Make it teruba heilika sirikapa. Power pursuing our children in the dream. Power pursuing our spouse. Power pursuing our after our ministry. Power pursuing after our career. We command you to turn back by the fire of Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every weapon being used by the wicked against my life, against my family, against my career, against my business, let that weapon be destroyed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, destroy the weapons of the enemy. The Bible said in the book of Isaiah 57, verse 19, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every weapon that has been fashioned from the pit of air against my career, against my ministry, let those weapons be destroyed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, tonight, let every tongue pronouncing causes upon my life be cut off. And let, and let every cause that has been pronounced be reversed into blessing. That's the next prayer point. We are going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every tongue pronouncing curse upon my life be cut off. And I reverse the curse into blessing. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. 
Open your mouth. Every satanic tongue that is releasing curses upon my life, that is releasing spell upon my ministry, upon my career, I cut you off. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Cut off that tongue. Yes, you have the sword of God in your hand right now. Begin to apply the sword on the tongue of your enemy. Every tongue pronouncing evil against your family, every tongue that says you will not prosper, every tongue that is speaking negativity into your life, I want you to begin to chop them off. Chop those tongues off. I cut them off in the name of Jesus. I cut them off in the name of Jesus. Let every cause be reversed into blessing. Every cause that the enemy has pronounced against my, against my life, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, let them be reversed into blessing. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want you to crown to God and say, Father, whatever belongs to me that is in the camp of the wicked, let them be transferred by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Whatever belongs to you tonight, it must be transferred back to you. I want you to crown to God and say, Father, whatever belongs to me, my benefit, my breakthrough, my blessing in the camp of the wicked, be transferred by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, be transferred. Let that be a transfer. Let that be a transfer. Let that be a transfer. Transfer my money. Transfer my benefit. Transfer my child. Transfer my glory. Whatever belongs to me in the camp of the wicked, I command a transfer tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want you to crown together and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every arrow of death shot against everything that belongs to me. <laughs> Please, this is very, very important. We have just two more prayer points to finish. I, I want you to pray this one very well. Every arrows of death shot against everything that belongs to me. Do you know sometimes the enemy don't only shoot arrow of death against a person. A, a person, they can shoot it against their career. They can shoot it against their, uh, against their children. They can shoot it against their properties. Things will just be going dead. If they shoot that arrow against somebody's car, that car will always be having fault. And, you know, before you know it, you are spending thousands and thousands and thousands on, upon, upon thousands to fix it. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every arrow of death shot against everything that belongs to me, backfire to the sender. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, pray that prayer, break that prayer. Arrows of death shot against my house. Arrows of death shot against my life. Arrows of death shot against my spouse, shot against my children, backfire to the sender. I command you to backfire. Arrows of death shot against my dreams and my vision. I command you to backfire. In the name of Jesus, I will not die. My dream will not die. My spouse will not die. My children will not die. Whatever belongs to me will not die. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want you to pray this one more prayer point before we ask for Holy Ghost power. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every power delaying the day of my joy be disgraced and be destroyed in the name of jesus open your mouth every power delaying the day of your testimony every power delaying the manifestation of your glory i want you to pray unto god and say father tonight let them be disgraced and be destroyed by the fire of holy ghost holy ghost fire disgrace them and destroy them in jesus mighty name we are prayed 
I pray for you tonight that every power that said that your day of glory will not come, I command them to be disgraced and to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will fight for you. It is well with you in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Now I want us to pray the last prayer point before we round up. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let me be empowered by your Holy Ghost. And let me be free with fresh fire. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. Free me afresh. In the name of Jesus. Let me be baptized with fire. Oh God tonight baptize me with fresh fire. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Jesus told the disciples in Luke chapter 24 verse 49. He said, Tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power. Tonight, O God, let every one of us be endued with the power of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name.
my sacrifice All of the days of my life I'll be here Worshiping All of the days 